Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Okay, pretend it's Thanksgiving and this bread is a turkey. Oh my god, it's so juicy! Hide your kids, lock the doors! You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. It ain't cool being no job turkey so close to Thanksgiving. Welcome to the Turkey Day episode of the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Sweet Potato Pie Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Moist Tofurky Sowash. And on this episode, we're talking turkey with the queen of chatbots, the one, the only, Quincy Valencia, everybody. What up, what up? Quincy, welcome back to the podcast. It's your second well, Thanksgiving Day show. Yeah. Have you had your mental health checked out? <laughs> I'm starting to feel like it's a tradition. How many episodes is that of ours that you're up to now? I don't know. A bunch. Probably five. Maybe I'd four, say five. Probably yeah, closer to five. Yeah, this is close to SNL. You need to get a gold jacket here at some point. <laughs> I'll be waiting. You and, hey, you and Tim, Tim Sackett can get gold cheese. I Chad don't cheese think jacket. we have the budget for that. I don't think yeah. we have the budget for that. Yeah, but definitely. for all the listeners out there. Get a sponsor. For all the, yeah, for all the, but the uh, listeners that are out there who uh, don't know who Quincy is, first and foremost, get out of the goddamn fetal position and actually, you know. <laughs> understand what's going on around you second she's the vp of product innovation over at ams and currently ranked number one in the chad and cheese football league quincy Woo-hoo. thanks for thanks for coming so thanks. who's who's, thanks, la- who's who's last in our league chad I, dude I, I, I went yeah i was wondering quincy went from worst to first <laughs> and i went from first to worst <laughs> I don't think Quincy's ever been in the cellar. I think she's I always wasn't. been fighting from like the Whatever. middle to the top. Whatever. True story. <laughs> so, so, so last year at this time, you were locked up in a cabin in the woods, Unabomber style, your words. That's right. Now you've taken that to a whole new level. So where do you call home nowadays, Quincy? The booming metropolis of Brookings, South Dakota. I'm sure you know it. <laughs> South Dakota, <laughs> and 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 you actually had you. They shut down the schools today because of snow. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and wind. Oh, okay, okay. That's and, that's and amazing. she's mad about it. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> As if she lives in Miami or something and didn't expect. expect no, this she went. In, she went to school in Miami. November. She knows I what did. that feels like. Oh, that's true. Do they still have a football team? No, no. they do. No. By they God. Do. 
Do you still have a fantasy football team? I can redirect like a pro here. Fantasy versus reality. <laughs> I can take you on in fantasy. Let's do this. I know. Okay, I okay, know. okay, okay. On this very show last year, we talked about how 2020 was such a fucking shit show. But I believe, and I, I you, you let me know your thoughts, that 2021 outmatched 2020 in this shit show. What do you think? I don't know, man. I, 2021 has been interesting. I don't know. Shit shows the right word. I don't know if it's been Bummer. It's been booming for a lot of people. A lot of companies say it was their best year ever. Um, so it's hard to say. I think we're going to get into some of that today when we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. There, there's right? an industry perspective and there's a world at large perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chad, Chad may have been coming at that from the world at large, whereas Quincy is buried in the industry 24-7. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know there was a world outside of the industry. <laughs> I've been, which tells you about my 2021. Yeah, that's what living in the, the Dakotas will do to you. <laughs> All right, enough Dakota hate now. Your All one right. listener from, from South Dakota is not going to listen anymore. <laughs> That one listener in International Falls is really enjoying yeah, this you, show. You might have heard that, uh, I believe on January 6th, everyone knew that 2020 was just an opening act for the real shit show. Not to mention all the anti-vaxxers, Kyrie, Aaron Rodgers making a stand, doing their own research. So, yeah, I think, oh, I think uh, no. 2021, we might come out of it in Q4, but it really, it kicked 2020 in the nuts. Yeah. So that being said, let's talk about what's going on with Hourly, because last right. year, 2020, you launched Hourly in, in a pandemic, <laughs> but yet it looks like probably one of the smartest moves ever because of timing and look at the look at the market today and Hourly employees. Yeah. I mean, who knew? We didn't intend to launch in a pandemic, but we didn't intend for there to be a pandemic, but here we were. Um, it was an interesting time to launch a software product to help with the hiring of Hourly workers, but to your point, it did turn out to be... Really good. Um, it turned out to be a, a year where companies started to really see the value that these people who've driven our economy have provided to their business, to the economy at large. And um, everyone was kind of left scratching their head going, wait, what do we do? Uh, and we've really been able to to get in there and, and help companies support that hiring that they need to do in a time that's been so incredibly frustrating and difficult. So Very nice. And your, your loan commercial here, here uh, Quincy, where can they find out more about Hourly if uh, our listeners want to dig into that company? Yeah, they can go to weareams.com and click on digital and they'll see um, the Hourly product, which is the first product to come of many in AMS's new digital division. Ooh. So more to come there as well. Are you dropping knowledge Stupid. on us today? What's going Stupid. on? I might be. Stay tuned. <laughs> That's all I have to say for that. Now, wasn't there an Hourly domain at one point? You get just chunk that. Well, no, we didn't buy it, and that's why you said that, didn't you? Okay. You said that intentionally. I did. To get me I'm baiting the guest. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's I feel so welcome and loved here. All right. All right. Should we? <laughs> should we talk? Should we talk a little turkey? Should we get in the show now? Let's do it. All right. Here we go. I'm Our in. Thanksgiving show works like this. Everybody, each of us will give two things that we're thankful for in the industry because we like to keep it on the positive tip. And then one turkey from each of us from 2021. That's how the game is played. Are you ready to be thankful and talk turkey, everybody? <laughs> Let's do it. Quincy, as our guest, you go first. What were you thankful for back in 2021? Thankful for a lot, actually. But the first thing I'm going to say I was thankful for is this thing we all know as the Great Resignation um, which seems an odd thing to be thankful for. But yeah. for me, it indicates that people are finally realizing the value they provide to their 
companies and to the economy at large and standing up for themselves and saying, you know, we're not going to take it anymore, basically. Preach! That's right. We're not going to take it. No! Um, the balance of power has been on the, the side of the employer for so long. Um, and I'm really, really grateful that people are Charlie, finally standing up and saying, hey, um, we're human beings. We're not not machines for you. We're not commodities. And um, there's some things that, we're, that we will require if you want us to work for your organization. So I say good for everyone um, who's been involved in that, both the hourly level and the professional level. Uh, there's more to life than what you can contribute to your company. So thank God people are seeing that now and finding better balance in their lives. Amen. Can I, well, can I play devil's advocate on this one? Why not? No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> why not? What if, <laughs> yeah, what if the great resignation and higher wages and I'm not going to take it anymore just leads to automation and robotics at a quicker pace and we're all out of work in five to 10 years? <laughs> that's what everyone said for years. That's what they said when they admitted the cotton gin. I mean, I just think that's the people will reskill and there'll be different jobs for people to play. Um, and it just was, people are having the opportunity now even to go back and, and change their skill set right. and change their value in the market. So you kind of sound like my great grandpa. Power to the people. <laughs> well, we had problems. Don't need no automobiles. We had problems finding drivers before this, right? And so yeah. it's not like it's not like this is a new problem. It's just it's happening at a, at a different scale. So yeah, I mean, I I think that automation is definitely going to take over no matter what, and it was intended to. It's about evolution. For the record, I'm not the oldest person on the podcast. You just sound like it. Chad, are you ready? <laughs> Let me cue you up, baby. Here we go. All right. What I'm thankful for is froth, baby. That's right. Money, money, money. Money. So funding reached $6 billion in Q3 of 2021 alone and nearly $14 billion year to date. Three quarters of 2021 funding more than doubled all of the funding realized in 2020, which was not a bad funding year, by the way. So we've never, I repeat, never seen unicorns in the HR industry like this. We're talking about new unicorns on this very show just about every other week nowadays. But in, but in closing, <laughs> but in closing... I am thankful for the rise because it's great content, great stories. It's amazing to see who is getting and not getting cash. But with every rise, there will inevitably be a fall. And only then, only then will we see who is ready for the big leagues. So I'm, I love the, th the froth because that means we're going to have a thinning of the herd later. Mm -hmm. I, I fear for that you'll sure. be thankful for the froth next year, but for a different reason that we're, we had plenty to talk about <laughs> in the crash and burn and the carnage from, uh, from 2021 or 22. Yeah. I'll be devil's advocate on this one. I'm there. I'm kind of there with Joel. I think it's great that we're getting investment that we need, but not every company deserves a 10 X valuation on the money that they get. And I, I'm afraid that we may have been a little bit uh, overzealous in some places this year. I do like that. I agree with you, Chad. I, I like that the money is actually going in where it's supposed to be. And uh, it, it's all anything will contribute to our industry makes me happy. But mm, we'll see. We'll see what we talk about next year on this show. Anyone want to make a prediction of like the biggest flame out for next year? Eightfold. Ooh. Ooh. Quincy? I refuse to participate on grounds of <laughs> my <get> fire. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say deal D E E L really like prediction yes it is okay. yes it is well thanks okay. Chad that's okay 
Pretend it's, it's uh, Thanksgiving. It's and- All right. Uh, that was money. There we go. All right. My turn. All right. My thankful for. I'm thankful for your pink fluffy unicorn song. Thank you. Thank you. Chad hates it. He'll probably edit this out. But now he can't because you mentioned it. Thanks, Quincy. That's right. All right. My, my thankful is the rest of the world. Uh, so when I started in the game, I think roughly when you guys did uh, back in the 90s, everything outside of the U.S. was pretty insignificant. Uh, yeah, you had some local success stories, Stepstone, Rochdot, Seek uh, out in Australia. But most of the innovation was just copying what we were doing here in the U.S. If you fast forward to today, the innovation we've seen, particularly when we are doing this show from outside of America, has been really inspiring. Hell, we've even been so inspired that we started a Europe show this year just to talk about all the cool companies and shit going on in europe europe is now launching shit like crazy uh and they're launching crazy shit uh like an actual recruiting robot out of sweden you don't see that stuff coming out of the u.s say what you will about the validity of such a product but it is innovative and it's not just europe australia is doing interesting things uh israel is a hub for ai And now companies outside of the U.S. are grabbing up our companies. Uh, Stepstone is buying Maya. They're buying AppCast. uh, And now companies from outside are making an impact here as well. Uh, An invasion, if you will. Think companies like Adzuna coming to our shores, Talent.com coming in from uh, French-Canadian territory. Uh, They're making waves in in the U.S. It's all pretty exciting from my perspective. Uh, Looking forward. I think the next meteorite to hit our industry uh, will be the likes of India, Africa, and South America. Chad and I have talked about those briefly on the show, and I think we'll talk about them more and more uh, with companies like Andela uh, leading the way out of India. And, uh, the rest of the world looks pretty exciting, so I am immensely thankful for <laughs> the rest of the world. And Quincy's uh, definitely happy for the rest of the world because AMS is... Uh headquartered out of the uk so that's right that's right and quincy lives in a uh, a vast wasteland that is neither a country or a state at this point <laughs> no. the badlands in south dakota do look like the moon i will give you that i, I bet they do we've also seen a shit ton of cash start going to the uk as well so good stuff good stuff all right let's take a quick break and uh, we'll go into some more things that we're thankful for be right back <laughs> Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel uh-huh. brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about 
extracting meaningful insights from data. I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> All right, Quincy, what yeah. else are you thankful for in 2021? Let's talk some right. turkey. Let's talk it. Um, or tofurkey, if it were Chad talking. There we um, go. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, the other thing I'm really thankful for is something that most of us have gotten on board with more than a decade ago, but companies are finally starting to see if they let people work from home or work a hybrid approach, the company isn't going to fall apart. Uh, people yeah. can still innovate. People can still get their work done. And in fact, in many cases, more so uh, than what they were doing before, because while I like the break room coffee pot chatter as much as everybody else, we can all pretty much say it's it's distracting as well. And so people. Mm -hmm. Going right along with the great resignation, people are working from home and they can now, you know, take their kids to school or pick them up from the bus stop or not miss the soccer game and not have to sit in traffic for three hours a day. And I think, you know, companies are really seeing that there's something to this on a different level from a different angle. How much real estate cost is going to be saved for a lot of these companies? Because uh, not having to pay for that infrastructure anymore. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. So thank God for that. I think I read something the other day about 74% of people said that they weren't going to consider a new role if there was no at least part-time work from, from home options. So this is real, guys. It's not going to go away. And if your organization at large is not at least uh, considering it or considering letting people continue it, I think you may be left holding the bag on this one. All right, Quincy, as we've heard recently, a symptom of this new phenomenon is the metaverse. Give me your take on the metaverse. <laughs> are we all going to be sitting around at home with a headset talking to each other in digital format? Or are you a little bit Joel bearish hopes on this that one? Happens. He hopes this happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's some strange music to play for that. And now I view you a little bit differently, Joel, than I ever have before. Yeah. Depends what you do with your heads. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Because the other part of this that you didn't bring up is people are still feeling a little bit isolated in some places and mm -hmm. a little bit depressed. And maybe sometimes people want to put pants back on instead of just sweatpants. So <laughs> there you go. No, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, God, I said put pants back on when you played that music. I think we need to move on here. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Chad, what else are you thankful for? Uh, moving on. While I am thankful for the vaccine and, and being able to actually fucking travel again. So in early March of 2021, I received my first jab of the Pfizer vaccine and it made me feel almost free again. Then on March 26th, I received my second jab. And because of the vaccine, I felt confident enough to travel more importantly, get my ass out to other countries and other Hell countries, yeah. they were confident enough and they felt comfortable enough to let me in. Right. So as we, you and I, Joel, start packing mm -hmm. yeah. for Europe and we start an opportunity to start the conference traveling again, I am happy that and thankful that we have a vaccine so that we can get back out for business, for pleasure or any fucking reason we want to get out of the house. Are you have have you gotten the booster? Are you a yep, booster boy? I'm boostered up. Are you Quincy? 
I'm not boosted yet, but I will be. Uh, and oh, yesterday, I'm proud to share. Uh, I was on site with a client for the first time in almost two years. Uh, wow. And we were their first client visit. So that was so exciting. I missed did that. You fly, did you fly there? I flew and we had yeah. to, where else? We think I have a client in South Dakota. Come on, well, we've been through this. Well, I'm leading um, the witness. I'm leading the witness here to say, what are your thoughts, either both of you, on business travel? There's been a lot of speculation that, yeah, when we work from home, everything is Zoom. We go to webinars and we go to you know online conferences. Like, yeah. you guys think we're going to get yeah. back on airplanes? We're going to get back in front of customers and prospects and clients at conferences? What's what's your take yeah. on business travel? Without yeah. question. I mean, last so I said yes, yesterday I was the client on site. Last week, my uh, our leadership team was together in Toronto again for the mm -hmm. first time in almost two years, and it was wow. amazing. People are craving it. Um, they want some of that interaction. And I, unlike most, I actually never stopped traveling during COVID because I had reasons to, I had to come to South Dakota for crying out loud. <laughs> Lucky girl. I know. And where, you know, at the beginning of this pandemic, there were times when I was literally the only person on the plane besides the flight crew. And <laughs> I haven't been on a plane now in a, a few months that wasn't just absolutely jam-packed overbooked. Uh -huh. So I think people are ready for it. I think yeah. customers are ready to to meet people in person. We're ready to go out and get in front of them and have that collaboration as well. So I think it's it's coming back quickly. Do you think people are going to go back to conferences? Do you think budgets will open up for that? I understand sales calls and things like that, but how about conferences? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a really good question. I think people are planning in-person conferences. I think we'll see what the attendance will be. I think industry participants will be there. I'm not sure how much organizations will open up their budgets to allow mm -hmm. practitioners to go. I think they will eventually, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. I think we're all hungry for the interaction. Uh, mm -hmm. And there's no question on the vendor side, they are thirsty for fucking leads. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think, I think conferences will, will definitely come back. We won't see them in full force. I don't think in 2022 uh, and depending how, you know, if we have any other variants that pop up, knock on wood. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see getting on a plane being that big of an issue uh, wearing a mask for, you know, seven hours to go to Europe didn't kill me and it didn't kill me on the way back. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think we can we can deal. And if we really want to go to that conference or go to that sales meeting, you know, we're, we're going to we're going to do whatever it takes. Quincy, did AMS go to HR Tech this year? We did have participants at HR Tech this year. Yeah. What was the, the review of that waste of time? Like I heard there were there were very few attendees. Um, it was interesting to see what was going on in the market. There were a couple of really good uh, keynotes. There were a couple of really bad ones that seemed unprepared is the review that I heard. I was not mm. in attendance, um, but it was interesting to see who the money that people still put in yeah. uh, without the participation of years before um, was the most notable thing. Yeah. Thirsty. <laughs> and I assume you'll be back in 22 for HR. Absolutely. All right. Well, here's my second thankful uh, hubris. Hubris is defined as the characteristics of excessive confidence or arrogance, which leads a person to believe that they may do no wrong. No, I'm not talking about my co-host. I'm talking about companies in our industry. Again, I'm going to show my age a little bit here, but I'm old enough to remember when newspapers thought job boards were a fad or that newspapers would just go online and crush the job sites. Craigslist, who? We know how that turned out. And I'm old enough to remember Monster and Career Builder ignoring Indeed until 2008 happened, and Indeed arose from the carnage to be the Indeed that we mostly know today. Well, 
Luckily for a couple of podcasters, Hubris is back and making things interesting as always, whether it's indeed ignoring Google, LinkedIn, Facebook, Uber, Talent.com, well, indeed ignoring everybody really, or Sterling and Higher Riot ignoring Checker, or the US ignoring the rest of the world, or Paradox ignoring hourly, predictive hire. I could go on and on, but human nature's inability to respect the underdog keeps our job interesting and our listeners happy. I am super thankful <laughs> for hubris. That's an interesting take, Joel. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, thanks for that <laughs> feedback. And with that, let's take another break and get to what everybody's really wanting to hear about, the turkeys. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent. Build great teams and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Quincy, you're done being optimistic. Let's get a little negative. Let's get a little bit like getting in the dirt. Let's dig up Bring a little it. stuff here and talk about the turkeys <laughs> of 2022. Who you got? All right. Well, I'd like to say this isn't my sweet spot, but come on, you guys know me too well. So this is yeah, kind of my sweet spot right. here. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> there were so many things I could have picked for this year. And then I decided to roll them all up into one category that Chad's going to give me hell about because I named it the COVID Karen, <laughs> which can be a whole lot of things. It's individual humans, it's companies. Uh, who refuse to get on board with the way that things are changing and what they're going to do. It's the people who said, uh, if you don't like flipping burgers, get some training or education, get a new job. And then people did. And now the Karens are all bitching because they have to wait a little longer for their latte, right? Um, and what are we going to do? And it's the companies who refuse to raise, their, raise their, their wages. And then they yell at their recruiters and make them cry because they can't fill jobs, even though the recruiter sends them a screenshot of their page one Indeed ad where the people you know, the three listings above and the three listings below for the exact same job at the company next door is paying three bucks more an hour. People need to stop. 
um, with that and, and get a little bit more realistic and understand we've gone through some changes here and largely they're really, really good. But, you know, suck it up. Um, people did what you said and now you're paying the price for it. So now what are you going to do uh, to make some changes so you can satisfy your coffee craving without complaining about it and satisfy your customers by being able to staff your store? Um, I'm tired of hearing the complaints. Were you, were you worried about sounding like a Karen complaining about the Karens of the industry? You know, I was mildly, I was a little bit until I had the hubris to understand oh. that I'm not like them. <laughs> And mine is valid. So there yeah. you have it. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's everybody's own opinion's valid, right? It's it's interesting because it's kind of like we want to paint shades and and Karen being a female uh is 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 definitely a bad thing. But not only females were being the assholes during, you know, all this time frame. So I've just always wondered why the a female's name was attached to bad behavior. Well, because it's the haircut, you see. Remember how this all started with the, the I want to speak to your manager haircut? <laughs> and that was a women's haircut. That's the origin story. Look it up. Okay. I, I'm learning here. I just didn't know why. And uh, I, I thought, I'd, thought I'd ask. No, I agree. And that's why I qualified mine with saying it could be an individual, but it could be a whole organization too. There's, there's no question that there's a, there's a level of civility with the world that is somehow paused or we forgot how to be human and decent. And I agree that whether it's male, female, young, old, whatever, mm -hmm. we've been kind of dicks to each other for a whole year plus, and hopefully Easily. 2022, Absolutely. we can find a little bit of common ground and civility. Fingers crossed. We're spoiled little assholes is what we are. When we can't go like, like Quincy had said, when we can't go and actually get our, our macchiato, our caramel macchiato within five minutes, or maybe Starbucks has shut down for a few hours because they don't have staff. You know, again, when, when you go to Europe, they close down from like three to seven. I mean, you, you better have snacks on hand, guys. And nobody gets pissed off then. We in the US, for the most part, are just spoiled little fucking brats. And it is it is overflowing with with spoiledness. For the record, you better have you better have snacks for me all the time, no matter yeah, what same. it is. Bring your own fucking snacks. <laughs> if people don't stop assaulting flight attendants, I'm going to get really mad next time oh. I'm like I'm on United Airlines and yeah. can't get a can't get a bourbon on the rocks because people can't keep it together for a two <laughs> oh, hour flight. Yeah, another reason why I fly Delta because I can get my <laughs> I can get my bourbon. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Chad, you're up. Who is your turkey of the year? My turkey is very widespread. They're vendors who are slapping DEI on every fucking platform. So like AI, which we saw, uh, mm -hmm. vendors quickly sought out flimsy angles in which to mm -hmm. attach diversity, equity, and inclusion to their technology. And for all of you hiring companies out there, take, take note here. It's a fucking trap. Amen. <laughs> and as EOC commissioner... Keith Sonderling said on our show just a few weeks ago, you hiring company, you're on the hook, not the vendor who's supplying the tech, no matter what their fucking marketing material says. Right. So here are two things. Number one, vendors, stop this ridiculous bullshit because tech is not the answer to DEI. It doesn't create inequities. It only scales them. Number two, hiring companies. Do better due diligence. Get external experts in the mix 
And the most important aspect is clean up your damn job descriptions and blow up your fucking process. The turkeys here are all of those individuals, vendors and hiring companies that believe there's a silver bullet for DEI because there's not. Preach, man. Preach. Preach. I'm with you on that. What uh, predictions for a hot term of 2022? We've we've been through AI. We've been through now diversity. What's next? Mm, That's a good question. Remote automation. I I think high volume is now starting to see a huge rise. We're seeing high volume platforms get a ton of cash. We just saw Fountain get 85 million, right? And that is a huge need in the market today. So I think high volume is going to continue to be big. And we're going to see a bunch of platforms that have no business talking about high volume Mm -hmm. going into high volume. You know who does though? Hourly by EMS. (laughs) (laughs) She snuck in another commercial. Oh God. The answer, my friends, is metaverse. That's what that's what that's what's going to be hot next year. Okay. My turkey, and we'll end with this, is Sherwin Williams. Now stick with me here. TikTok was super hot last year. All right, it's still hot. Uh, and made it into our show more than more times than I care to count. However, one story and interview really stood out on the show last year. Tony Pelosino was a senior at Ohio University who was working part-time at a local Sherwin-Williams and mixing paint for his TikTok followers, which at the time numbered 1.2 million followers. Now, did Sherwin-Williams fast-track Tony to their executive farm system as a result? No. Hell no. They fired him. (laughs) Fucked up, right? Tony should be a marketing manager at Sherwin-Williams today. Their loss, obviously... But but a little update here. Tony seems to be doing okay, in case you were wondering. Tony still works for Florida Paints, the job and the company that hired him after he was fired by Sherwin-Williams. He's their content creator. And he's up to 1.8 million TikTok followers. You can also buy his custom paints at Tonester.com. That's T-O-N-E-S-T-E-R.com. It's a great story for Tony, but it is a horrible look for Sherwood Williams and any employer who wants to cover their eyes from social media success and blindly <laughs> embrace HR policies at the risk of losing top talent. Sherwin Williams is a big jive turkey in my book and a lesson for other companies. Man, I didn't even know that story. And now I feel like I need to paint over all of my Sherwin Williams agreeable gray walls. <laughs> You can find agreeable gray or what agreeable I like to call gray apartment gray. Julie hates that I say that <laughs> apartment gray, wherever they sell paints and just see if you can get some from Tonester Go or out to Tonester uh, and get some custom right. paint from him. They'll throw right. some blueberries in a can, some grapes, <laughs> get you, get you a nice shade, nice shade to lighten up South Dakota or is it North Dakota? Is there really a difference? Does not matter? No, it doesn't really matter. So wait, wait, well, last but never least kids, I'm thankful for you turkeys, the two of you, because the industry wouldn't be the same without your smiling faces and quick witted snark. Yes. Thanks turkeys. I'm tearing up. And, and sorry, I'm going to muck up the show, but our sponsors, we love them. Yes. Listeners, fans, people wear t-shirts and drink our whiskey. We love all you guys. And we're looking forward to an exciting 2022. Well, I, for one, am tearing up. You're tearing like Kyle up. Like Rittenhouse on the stand. <laughs> Everybody out there. So you're faking it is what you're saying. <laughs> have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> Football, food, nap, repeat. And that is another 
Thanksgiving Day episode in the books, Chad. Thank you, Quincy. Thanks, gentlemen. And as always, how we end the show, we out. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The Chad. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.